Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about a very important topic, and that's the topic of weed whacking. Go to Manscaped, get 20% off, plus uh, free shipping with the code FAB. And usually when we talk about plucking those nose hairs and doing trimming around the ears and whatnot, most of us are used to doing that with weapons such as this. Um, while effective, they can be cumbersome. They can prove to be cumbersome. And everyone's personal favorite is also this beauty, something like this. Whilst very effective, it's also hard because sometimes you don't have the right extension cords and whatnot. So Manscaped has given us this, the Weed Whacker. The Weed Whacker is skin safe. It has a replaceable head. Um, it has high-performance motor, so premium 9,000 RPM motor powers. This is something that you would have probably seen in a World War II aeroplane prior to this. And unlike the hedge trimmer, it's cordless and rechargeable, so you can use it anywhere and you can take it with you, and it's really, really a pretty amazing product. Um, it has a smart design. It's intelligently contoured design for you to be able to grip it easily, and it's not going to slip out of your hand which is an amazing segue to the next part of it, which is that fact that it's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower and whatnot. So this is a pretty amazing, amazing um, piece of machinery here for all of us that need it. And everyone needs it because you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be the person that has the nose hairs and the ear hairs sticking out. I used to go to, my dad used to take me to a barber in Liverpool. And um, ironically, this barber, it was an older guy, had... Um, the worst hairs coming out of his ears and the worst hairs coming out of his nose. And always as a little kid, I used to always watch that. So I never wanted that myself. Um, so please, Manscaped, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FAB. Thank you, people. Hello, guys. How are you today? Um, welcome. Let me know if my sound is a little bit off. I just uh, want to know. Um, yeah, man, I just heard that now, actually. Just saw it when, when you guys mentioned it about Hamzat's retirement. Um, who knows as well? Like, let's see what happens in a couple of years. He's still a young guy. Um, and we'll see what, what that means for him, you know? Like, maybe maybe he does recover. Maybe he gets a full recovery. Still a young guy. Still had extremely marketable guy. Obviously, an unbelievable athlete, unbelievable talent. <clears throat> it makes me... <clears throat> it makes me sad. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. <coughs> yeah, it makes me sad, but um, I do think he's young, and I think that there's still plenty of time for him. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that that's necessarily going to be forever. Um, these things have a way of, you know, you heal, you get better. He's still such a young guy. Such a He's all, obviously a genetic outlier, so let's see what happens. In the next couple of years, I don't really know enough about his situation per se to give an educated guess, but I would I would say to you that yeah, like I said, let's see what happens in the next couple of years. Um, well, let's talk about this UFC two fifty nine. Let's talk about um the three. Let's let's kind of stick to the three main title fights, just because we can't be here for six hours. Um, and we'll start talking about one of those right now. I'd just like to say hello to everyone that's here. Thank you so much for your support. Guys, if you're new to the channel, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you get the notifications. 
we will obviously be doing a fight companion for this one. So I'm very, very pumped for it. I'm actually looking forward to the Peter Yarn fight versus Aljamain Sterling probably the most. That's one of the fights that I've been hanging for for a while. And so, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, <clears throat> let's see what... Yeah, I wanted to see the Hamza Edwards fight too. Thank you very much, Randy, for your support. Um, all right. Well, guys, let's talk about that Israel fight. Let's talk about the Israel versus Yan fight. Who do you guys think will win it and why? And how do you think it's going to happen? So Jack the Ripper says he's got Easy Yan and Nunes winning. What do I think? And Ocean Orange says, what's stopping Yan for just attempting a takedown every round and having an easy win? That's a fair question, but first of all, Israel's not very easy to take down to begin with. Um, the thing that Israel has is, and this is what a lot of people lack in, um, in MMA, he has very, very well-trained footwork. His footwork is very, very good for boxing, for kickboxing, and obviously for fighting. So when he's in, he's never off balance. He's always <clears throat> in the right stance and in the right position. You, he's very, very good at framing. He's very long. So it's not that easy. <clears throat> to just come in into his range. You can't you can't just grab him and shoot a takedown and whatnot if his footwork is in the right place and you're always wary of eating a knee or eating a right hand as you're coming in. He does a very, very fantastic job of being able to frame and pivot. When he frames and pivots, he steps out outside laterally to you and throws that right hand. He does that very, very well. Or he's able to lean back and you come into his space, and when he comes back forward with the right hand, you're caught in that mid-ground. He's very, very good at that. So I think that that will be quite a difficult thing for him to do. Having said that, I think that Jan's, Jan's an awkward guy with an awkward kind of timing, and I think he'd be even harder once you're in there to work out. I think he's one of those guys that throws things a little bit awkwardly and harder than you expect it to be. Um. What do I think? I think Israel probably will be be a little bit too quick, a little bit too slick for Jan. I think Peter Jan will probably be a little bit too slick for for um, Aljamain. Although that fight, I see it as a bit more of a toss-up. Peter Jan's probably my favorite fighter at the moment, to be honest. And I do think Nunes will unfortunately beat Megan Anderson. Um yeah, I think I think it is closer though than people would first think with Peter Yan and um Aljamain. I don't think that um <clears throat> that Aljamain is necessarily gets the credit he deserves from a lot of people. I think that the pressure over the five rounds of Peter Yan's classic boxing style, and I believe he's a master of sport in boxing, which means he was a medalist in the domestic uh circuit in Russia, which is no joke. Um, and he's had heaps and heaps of boxing fights. I think that that starts, you start, you know, you start to fall off that and being able to keep up with him. You saw that in the Aldo fight. Um, Julian says, is he because he's speed and creating openings to attack and evade on the feet? I, I tend to think so, Julian. I think Israel has a, he's very fast in, 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 in a small circle. So he's able to pivot and turn and find angles very, very well. Um, and I do think that he's also, he's pretty much seen everything you're going to throw at him stand-up-wise. 
So I think that that's where it may be a little bit difficult. And Jan isn't, he isn't uh, like a, a wrestler. You know, he's got good jiu-jitsu. He's got some takedowns there, of course. I'm not saying he can't take him down, and I'm not saying that Jan can't beat Israel. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. But I think that this is going to, for the most part, is going to be a stand-up fight. And I do think that Jan is going to try and pressure Israel up against the fence, um, wear him out as much as he can. That's what he's going to try and do. But it's very hard to do that to someone with the footwork and the length that Israel has. Henry says, I think Izzy probably picks him apart, but Jan always has that one-punch power. Jan closes the distance, often throwing bombs. The way he moves in through, though, plays into Israel's game, very risky for Jan. Yeah, you can't, you can't just wade in throwing bombs against uh, Israel. You can't. And um, I, don't, I think that Jan is actually more methodical than people give him credit for. So I don't think Jan's going to wade in throwing bombs. I do think he's going to kind of let Israel come to him a little bit and kind of meet him in the middle. And wherever he gets an opportunity, he's going to go for the takedown. He's going to grind him up against the fence and he's going to make him work. But like I said, Israel's very good at doing that. He's got very good framing. He's got very good leverage. One of the things that's going to be interesting is where Israel's going to lose is the height and reach advantage that he always enjoys. Um, he may have, it's not a question of whether he does have a little bit more reach or not than Jan. It's more the fact that he doesn't have that that height and reach advantage that he would have over middleweights in the same way. And you saw that when Rockhold fought Jan as well. Rockhold didn't have the same height, reach, length advantage that um that he that he enjoyed against other middleweights. Having said that, I don't think that not I don't think I know that Rockhold's stand up isn't as good as Israel's. Um okay, what's it say here? I just want to make sure that I get to everyone. Uh, can Jan versus Easy Fight be the same as boring as Easy versus Romero? I, I suppose it's a subjective thing. I, I didn't find the Romero and Israel fight boring um, because I know that either one of those guys can turn the fight within one second. So when I'm watching it, I'm watching it understanding that like this is a chess match that's occurring and there's angles that are being played. And at any stage, one of these guys could turn the other guy's lights off. Um, I Could it be that type of fight? Yeah, I think that Jan wants it to be methodical. Jan wants it to be a grinding, methodical fight, you know, where he's able to use his size, his strength, his awkwardness, and his power against Israel. So I don't, I don't think he's going to be wading in rushing in. It's not his style to blitz and come in. That's not his thing. Um, Jack the Ripper says, Jan hits hard and he's a good fighter, but Izzy will be a bit too much technically. I, I think Israel's definitely got the technical advantage on the feet. I, I, I think Jan himself is, like I said, he's very tactical though. He's not as technical as Israel, but he's very tactical. And so there's things that he does, he does really, really well, and he really makes people work for it. Um, some, Timothy says, is anyone here going to bet on Megan this weekend? She's plus 850. Man, plus 850 is a lot. Like, Amanda Nunes has had some, some, stoppages, some stoppage losses in the past. She's looked unbeatable at the moment. But I don't bet, but all I'm saying is I think Megan 
has more than a puncher's chance on the feet. Having said that, though, Nunes hits so hard and is so good technically on the feet. And the grappling level is, I believe, at least up until the last couple of fights that I've seen of Megan's, is quite a, quite a bit different. I think M Amanda Nunes is very, very good grappling as well. So I don't know with that one. I don't know. I don't think it's a plus 850 necessarily per se because Megan's stand-up is quite legit. And Amanda has been stopped by strikes before. Having said that, I know that's a long time ago in the career, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm also saying that Megan has some very good stand-up. Uh, ben, I think Jan is just a slower version of Paulo. Jan will be stronger in the clinch if he can close a distance without getting touched up. Man, I don't see Jan and Paulo as similar type of fighters. I don't. I see Paulo as... With all, all respect to him, I see him as extremely one-dimensional. I see Paulo Costa as a guy that walks you down and throws heavy power shots. And if he can, and so far he's been able to more or less do that to everyone um, other than Israel. I think if he fights Rob, he's going to find it very difficult to be able to do that with Rob. I think um, he doesn't have a plan B to go to. And I think Jan can fight on a lot of different, on a lot of different levels in a lot of different phases. If things don't work out one way for Jan, Jan can go to second phase or third phase. And that's that's what makes a champion. Um and he can he's got different gears even with his stand up. He's very methodical. He he can he can go forward, he can come back, he can be patient, he'll cut a nice angle. He's got different sorts of combinations and punches. Whereas C Polo as more of a straight down the middle, throws power shots, you know, takes you know, try. He'll take your best shot to give you to give his best shot, and I don't think Jan's like that. Um, will he be stronger in the clinch? I think the clinch is also an area where um, Israel will be very, very good in as well. Like it's not just about being strong; it's not just brute strength. I think the clinch is a, a, sp a space where Israel is very comfortable in, very, very comfortable, and he's got a very good build for that as well, Israel. So I don't know. And I think if Jan can get him down and get on top, Jan can start to wear him out. But Israel's no no slouch on the ground. He's he's a very very athletic, very strong guy. So I don't I don't think that'll be a problem for him. Um, Dorian Dark says Sterling lost only three times, two split decisions, and one lucky Moraes KO. Yeah, I don't call KOs lucky. Generally, man, like he meant to knock him out. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like. He was on his way to the shops and he hit him. Um, and uh, yeah, Aljamain Sterling is a fantastic fighter. I don't, you know, he's a, he he's a, was Division Three All-American wrestler and he could have quite easily been a Division One wrestler. The problem was his grades, not not his wrestling ability to, to get to, to wrestle at that level. And then when you watch his, his actual jiu-jitsu as well, he's a, he's, a legitimate black belt and he competes in high level grappling competitions so you know his ability to find the back get to the back execute from the back and his chokes from the front headlock positions that are things that have been honed for years and years in wrestling and then subsequently in jiu-jitsu are very 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 good i don't i don't think he's an easy match for anyone and i do think that there's a lot of things he can do with peter yarn to make things difficult for peter um, 
Fab, what do I make of Izzy's breast in the Costa fight? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Gyno is very rare for it to be on only one side. It's generally going to be on both. Um, so I don't know enough about what happened or what it is. Um, but like I said, Gyno itself is usually going to be on on both sides. That's that's generally what it is. Hey there, coach. Weird catching you on a weekday. Thank you, Joseph. How are you? Ben, at Timothy, bro. I put, okay, cool. Jack the Ripper, could Izzy make Jan freeze a bit with feints, footwork, and speed? And it's not as if you can shoot a sloppy double and take Israel down. He's a good grappler. Thank you, Jack. That's more or less what he's going to try and do, I believe. The question is, what's going to happen in that interaction in the fight? Because Jan is no slouch himself. Like he, Jan strikes me as a type of guy that if you hit him, I don't know if anyone sparred with these guys, those types of guys that wherever you hit the guy, like you'll clash a shin, you'll clash knees. He's just like an awkward guy. And with that awkwardness comes an awkward timing. Um, can he land some shots on Israel early on with that awkwardness, with that awkward timing and that power to start to make Israel start to eat on his feints? I don't know. But I do think that in a 25-minute fight, it's going to be hard for someone to come in that's not explosive, that's not able to move in and out with a high vocabulary of strikes and movement. It's going to be really hard for Israel not to work that puzzle out. Um, Gigi says, Fab, I have a very important uni essay due tomorrow, 1 p.m., that I'm only starting now. Can I see the rock, rock salt lamps full glory for luck? There you go, sir. There you go. Godspeed. I hope you do that essay, man. Having said that, it's my first day of uni today, straight after this podcast. I, I, go, I start my postgrad today. Um, hey, Fab, looking good as usual from my Toby. Thank you so much, sir. Um, ben, I think it's worth 10 or 20 bucks. Yeah, look, honestly, I would bet. I don't bet, but Megan Anderson at plus 850, that's, that's a lot. Um, any thoughts on Izzy having Gyno? Do you think he's on performance-enhancing drugs? Like I said first, um, I wouldn't accuse anyone of being on performance-enhancing drugs. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Having said that, there's guys that I know are on performance-enhancing drugs and I still don't drop their names. I don't think Israel necessarily is. I have nothing to think why he would be. I, like I said, Gyno is usually going to be in that's in that way. He's usually going to be on both um, nipples. But I don't know. Coach, which is bigger, Jan's chances of winning or your water bottle? I think Jan's got more chance of winning. Um, do you know that John Jones wants Jan to knock out um, Israel? No, I, 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 yeah, maybe. I don't know. I want to see if Jan can pressure early and disrupts Israel's early phase. Can he make it dirty? That's what he's going to try and do. I do believe that's what he's going to try and do. But Israel, Israel's been in, you know, he's had a hundred fights, man. You know, he's, he's fought in the stand-up department, some of the best, best guys. In, at a 185 division, he's fought the best guys on the planet. Simon Marcus, Alex Pereira, um, oh my God, I forgot the other guy's name. But a whole bunch of guys, man, that now the guys are going to bother me because I can't remember the guy's name. But yeah, he's fought so many guys, you know, it's going to be hard for you to show him things that he hasn't seen. Not like that. Um, 
They both counterpunch well, but I favor Izzy. I can't see it going past two rounds as I think someone will get tagged. Super interesting matchup from Michael Kane. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how this fight's going to go. I really don't know how it will go. Because um, the question's going to be, I think, in Jan's timing, can Israel work out Jan's timing and power early on? You know, and if and if he can't, is Jan going to be able to start taking advantage of that by maybe landing some big shots, getting the takedown, and you know, causing some havoc for Israel? I don't think Israel is impervious to being knocked out, and I definitely don't think that Jan can't do it. I think that Jan is absolutely capable of doing it. But if I had to pick someone to pick Israel. How would Izzy and Glover be? See, Izzy and Glover would be a little bit more interesting, in my opinion, because Glover has very, very good jiu-jitsu. He won the Abu Dhabi trials in 2009 or something like that. I was in Brazil. I saw it live. But the one thing about Glover is he can actually wrestle. He can really wrestle. And he hits a snatch single so well. And he goes box, 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 snatch single. And then when he gets on top, he's very heavy on top. And he's very, very good passing that guard and going for the submissions. Um, primarily guillotines and head arm chokes. Very heavy on top. Very heavy. And when he gets to half guard, he starts to create a lot of problems. So that would be a really interesting fight. Um, Izzy has been knocked out clean before. I don't think Israel has been knocked out on numerous occasions. I think Alex Pereira knocked him out once. But I could be wrong. I don't think he's been knocked out on numerous occasions. Um, is Glover a tougher matchup for Izzy than Jan? Is Glover a tough... Uh, now, nah, that's kind of insulting to Jan. Like, I'm sure you're not trying to be insulting. Um, but... Now, they both present different problems. I think the, the difference is that Jan is going to have... doesn't have that wrestling <coughs> and grappling pedigree that Glover has. And Glover's got nice, tidy boxing that, you know, I think it will allow him to get inside and 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 shoot that that single thing. Having said that, I think that makes Glover a little bit more predictable as well. Not any less dangerous, but a little bit more predictable. Like, having said that, Israel's predictable in that he's not going to shoot a double leg and take Yarn down necessarily. But that's what makes Israel dangerous as well. You know what he's going to do, but he's so good at doing it. And that's, I think, with Glover as well. With Yarn, there's a little bit more, it's a little bit more unpredictable. You don't know if he's going to stand with Israel, if he's going to try and force a takedown. You don't know if he's going to let Israel come to him or vice versa. So that's the thing that I think makes Jan a little bit more unpredictable. Um, Gigi, it isn't rare for Ghana to be on one side. It's very common. That was misinformation spread by a doctor who issued a correction. Yeah, I, I haven't seen enough of Ghana, Gigi, like that. Um, but I haven't really seen it or heard of it, like, just where, I suppose, anecdotal, where it's been on one side. I haven't seen it. So um, I didn't say it was impossible. I just said it's it's rare, you know, like it's pre pretty rare from me, for anyways, from what I've seen. Um, Coach, I know you said to keep it on the three title fights and you don't have to go into detail, but what fight stands out to be on the undercard? Personally, it's Cruz. Cruz versus Kenny. Um, yeah, that's going to be a cracker fight. And I think um, the Islam Mah uh, Mahashev versus um, Drew Doba fight 
I think that's a pretty interesting one. I think there's a lot of good fights. And that's why I didn't... Yeah, I'm absolutely pumped to see Dominic Cruz. I'll probably start the podcast early so we can watch a Dominic Cruz one and, and have a chat. But um, yeah. Bo Himmler, what's up? What's up, mate? Mason Clatt, Izzy showed an incredible, incredible ability to snipe the calf knee with kicks versus Costa. What do you think Jan will be able to do? I know checks are good, but it's not like Israel doesn't know what a check is. Uh, like I said, I, I don't think Israel doesn't know what a check is. I think that Jan isn't Polo, though. That's that's He's a very, very different kind of guy. I think that fight accentuated the fact that Israel has very, very good calf kicks. And the Yo Romero one also accentuated his ability to switch stance and hit um, the legs, the thighs, with uh, from the southpaw stance, which he did really, really well. So he's, he's very good. He's able to switch and, and, and hit you with from all different angles. What will Jan do to stop the leg kicks? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Jan's going to... But it's hard. If Jan pressures forward, I think that that can, that can mitigate some of that leg kick damage. And I, like I said, I think that Jan has an awkward kind of style, an awkward timing. And Israel has to be a little bit more careful in throwing those kicks and those punches early on until he's worked out that timing. Um, that's one of the things that I noticed when I was watching Jan's fights. Like, I don't want to say like it's almost like because people take what I say literally, you know. But it, I almost feel like he's almost losing the fight, but he's not. Like you're watching him, and the punches are kind of just missing. But then the way that people are, are throwing kicks and punches at him, um, they're not really landing flush a lot of the times. They're kind of landing on his shins and on his elbows, on his bones. Um, he's just got a different, like a, just a little kind of bit of a different awkward timing. That's what I noticed the most with Jan. It's a question of not, whether or not Israel is going to be able to jump in there and work it out. And no matter what sparring partners you get in in that, it's not going to be Jan. I think Israel's, Israel's got enough that he can work it out. I don't know that, that um, I want to just see how, how that goes because I think his timing and awkwardness makes it difficult. Um, Coach Fab, have you ever had an athlete on the gear? What did you do about it? That I know of, to the best of my knowledge, I want to answer this truthfully. In, in MMA, no. No. But I have worked with guys quite closely that have, oh, and that have fought in MMA and they have been on the gear. Um, but they weren't the guys that were in my circles, so to speak. Um, and I've worked with a lot of professional athletes in a lot of different um, in a lot of different scenarios, and I'm just trying to answer this as truthfully as possible. Um, they wouldn't tell me I'm on the, that they're on gear or any performance enhancing drug. I'm not one to advocate that, and I'm pretty I'm a pretty pretty straightforward with that. So they never would have told me that they were on it. Um, but there have been cases where I've worked with people and they've tested positive later um not necessarily guys within my inner circle or guys that worked with me but um yeah there's been a few yeah what did i do about it like like i said like it's not that easy to to just go like oh no he looks like he's on the gear or whatever da 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 because i've worked with you're working with a lot of outliers as well that are super strong super fit i i don't advocate for it i don't want it i don't really want it part of my in part of my circle, I don't believe in it, but 
any coach, and this is unless they're fucking lying or unless they're out there, has at some point come across people, whether in their gym or people they've worked with, that are on gear. That's for sure. Um, I'm betting small yarn by submission and money line yarn big. Okay, so uh, John uh, by submission against Israel could happen. I, I mean, it could happen. I wouldn't bet on it. And I think that Peter Yan is a good bet. I do think that. I think that he's very, very good. Um, Timothy, there is a doctor dude that makes YouTube videos that analyze his breast, and he thought that it wasn't gyno. But of course, that is just one guy's opinion. Yeah. For the record, I'm not saying it's not gyno. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've said that I don't know. Um, and like I said, my experience, and this is just completely anecdotal, is I haven't seen guys in gyms or otherwise. I've worked in gyms like different types of gyms, not just MMA gyms. I haven't really come across it where it's just on one side. might be worse on one side than the other, but I haven't really come across that. That's me, anyways. I'm just saying that that doesn't mean that it that it isn't. Um, yeah, Gigi, you've said it already. But like I, I, I know it's uneven. That's the thing. But I haven't never really seen it like where it's like where it was like with Israel, where he had like almost like a breast on one side and the other one was normal. I, I haven't seen it like that. I've usually seen I've seen them where it's a little bit more even than that. Israel's was like absolutely one chest, like one peck. So I don't know. I don't know if it was or if it wasn't. Jason Wilness from Glory. That's it. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. Um, how good is Blackovitz wrestling? He's not like a wrestler. He's He can wrestle, of course. All of those guys can wrestle. But he's not like a wrestler wrestler. That's... Whereas Glover's got actual wrestling, like he's more like a jiu-jitsu guy that that can wrestle. You know, he hasn't got that classical wrestling. Uh, Jan Blakovic we're talking about. Having having said that, I don't think um, that he can't wrestle. You know, he showed some some good wrestling ability against um, Krilov. He showed some good wrestling. He's got some good back takes, but I think that Israel's very fast. Israel's got some good Granby rolls, and he's very confident. And one of the things that happens with confidence is you're not just good at doing things, but you know when to do things, and you're confident in your ability to do it and when to do it. And Israel is very, very confident in the in the octagon. Um, and I think he's gonna he's he's a little bit hard to get those same takedowns that he did on Krilov. Uh, it's going to be hard to get that type of takedown. Krilov is much more like stands, stands strong, you know, big power punches. Israel's anything but that. He doesn't, he doesn't fight like that. If Izzy wins against Jan and Ngannou against Stipe, there will be three Africans who will be holding four UFC belts. Yes, there will be. He talked about Hamzat's retirement earlier. Hamzat retired at Randy uh, Hassan Ahmed. At Randy, mate, I've been busy with college assignments. As soon as I've got them out of the way, I'm going to start sending some emails and stuff to get the ball rolling. Most importantly, Hassan, we're glad to have you here, mate. Love having you on there. Hassan is 
one of the originals, man. One of the originals with uh, Grange TV. Massive supporter of the channel. And honestly, one of the reasons I, I restarted the channel, because I wasn't going to restart the channel at one stage. And Hassan is actually absolutely quintessential in the starting of this. Um, Jack the Ripper. I think Petty Yarn versus Sterling will be the closest fight. They're both extremely skilled. I'm not saying other fighters aren't, but I think Yarn and Sterling are the closest to each other competitively. I am fully, fully behind that. I think that that fight to me is one of the fights, one of the sleeper fights. People have asked me what fights are you looking forward to. That's one of the fights I've been looking forward to. Uh, All-American wrestler versus a master of sport in striking, in boxing, in Peter Yarn. Peter Yarn has an uncanny ability, uncanny ability to make you fight his fight and then you fall off that cliff. So Peter Yarn makes you, he takes up your space, he plays with your lead hand, he comes forward into your space, slips outside of your jab, slips outside of your right hand. He's a switch hitter. And when he switch hits, he goes left, right, and takes up your space. And so he's moved you up against the fence. He's a power puncher. He's very, very athletic. He's got great grappling himself. And then you have Aljamain Sterling, who's got brilliant kicks. He works those kicks to, to slow you down, to hurt you. He's an all-American wrestler. He can get that takedown. He gets a nice single leg on you. And then his, his ability to take the back and then work from the back. You saw him do the Suleyov straight, uh, the Suleyov submission. Um, you see him get when he gets a back and he goes for rear naked chokes, front chokes. And he's a, he, he also grapples in professionally still, you know. So it's almost a striker versus grappler, but they can both do the other respective arts as well. So I love those kind of matchups, and I'm a big, super fan of both of them. So I'm I'm all for it. Cricket just lost me job. You hiring Fab? Not just now, Cricket. Not just now. Not just now. But if you direct message me some of your um, qualifications, we maybe there is. Guys, like and subscribe, and if you haven't already, hit the notification bell so you get all the no notifications. Um, I'm sorry to hear about your job loss, though, Cricket. I really am. Mason Fat, thanks for the response. Fab, love the channel. Thank you, man. Without you guys, there is no channel. Um, will will Rakic's leg kicks play a significant role in his fight against Santos? They can play a significant role, but Santos is a hard man. You know, he's he knows. He's a good kickboxer. He's I think the problem with that fight against John was more like those kind of oblique kick stomps than the traditional kicks. I think Jan's strikes follow a really erratic timing and he gets people in the half positions. I agree with you, Mo Barilla, because that's exactly what I'm saying. Like I, I don't know how how that's going to affect Israel, you know? And the problem when – and people don't understand this is like, Jan being off that normal timing, off that rhythm a little bit, and being as strong as he is and as powerful as he is, he might land a few shots like that, and then that might change the complexion of the game. You know, so we'll see what happens. John James, Izzy can't keep Jan on the outside. Jan is coming in, and the dude's a wrecking ball. Maybe, maybe. I don't think Jan's going to rush in like that either, though. I just don't think he is. He. He's not that kind of guy. He's more of a, a, like I said, like of a methodical, super strong guy. He's not a guy that that that's that's the staple of his fight game. Coach, can you explain how water loading for weight cut works 
And follow-up question, does a fighter moving up in weight have an advantage in regard rather than a fighter who needs to cut weight? The water loading, um, let me, water loading in itself, it's a, it's a whole, that'd be a podcast in and of itself. But water loading, generally, the way I'm going to answer this real quickly, there's a few things that happen. One of the things is when you drink that excess water, there's another, there's a hormone that's released in your body that makes you makes you secrete water, makes you lose your water in your urine, in your sweat and whatnot. Um, and you also stay hydrated for as long as possible. You don't want to be in a situation where um, where you're, you're dehydrated going into your weight cut. You want to be, you want to have from, again, anecdotal and sources that I've seen and stuff that we've followed, where you're hydrated and relatively comfortable going into it, and then the weight just comes off easily. You don't want to be losing, if you're dehydrated and you start your weight cut, you're not losing water, man. You're losing, you know, calories and shit that you don't have, like body body tissue that you don't have to lose. Um, so the water, uh, we can do one, I think maybe we'll do something on, on water loading in and of itself. Um, but it also keeps water in your brain, keeps water in your body as much as possible. So you want to be as lean as possible as well. So then the only thing that you lose is the water that's in your, in your body and in your muscles. So when you see a guy that's not lean and they haven't been able to hold as much water, it makes it very, very hard to cut the weight, really, really hard. The advantage on a, on a fighter that has to cut weight and doesn't have to cut weight depends on the fighter. It depends what percentage of their, of their body they're cutting weight. How lean is the fighter? I think a guy like Israel, like Israel's a light heavyweight walking around. He's not like a middleweight or a fucking welterweight, regardless of what anyone thinks. He's not, he's not a little guy, but he's super fucking lean. You know what I mean? Like the amount of, he's just skin, muscle, bone. That's it. That's all he is. And so when he's fighting a light heavyweight, he's, he's the light, he's that weight. And that's all he is. Like he's not, it's not like he's a he's a chubby guy or anything like that. So light heavyweights that come down might not even have his body composition. They don't necessarily have that body composition that Israel has. Um so it depends. I don't think that with I, I haven't seen the fight yet. I don't think necessarily that the, the weight is going to be that much of an issue. I've I've seen Israel in real life and he's not a little guy. I I've seen like I haven't seen Jan that I can think of like right now. And I'm sure Jan's huge, but Jan has to cut down at 205 and Israel will be waiting for him at 205. Jan will rehydrate back and he'll be a lot heavier. But like I said, I think Israel is a big, strong guy at 205 as well. Ali Haider, AFAB, how are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Now, one of my best mates in high school's name was Haider Ali. Michael Kavitia, do you think Adesanya will have more trouble dealing with Jan's 78-inch reach? That's that's one of the things that that intrigues me is how Israel will will um, will deal with not how he will deal with it because I, I don't I'm not surprised with him being able to deal with it but he'll definitely lose the advantage that he's always had over the other middleweights which is that height and reach so how he um, how he fixes it and how he deals with it that's going to be really interesting. He's absolutely got all the all the tools in the world to be able to do it, though. Uh, John James seems it's probably Gino. It could be. I'm not saying it's not. Um, that's just, I, I don't understand, Anoiha Igby, what you said. 
uh shazam yeah a bit sus but at the same time i've got gyno and i haven't touched any roids yeah see that's that's interesting i know that people can get gyno without being on steroids as well at randy i'm in my final year of college laugh out loud we'll be starting uni in september i'm not a quitter i'm going to see it through till it's done good on you hassan i'm glad you're doing that how was gaslam able to present problems to israel that other fighters other fighters couldn't i think that gaslam has a one gaslam has got really really good stand-up he, he does He's got very fast hands i think in boxing in a in that small pocket gaslam has um probably the fastest hands i'd say up until that point he dropped every single middleweight he'd fought but i think since then people have been watching more tape on gaslam and it's become harder for gaslam to impose that game plan but i think that up until that point Gastelum's game was still able to catch a lot of people out in in his ability to to step inside step outside of your lead foot and put that hand straight down the pipe and the way that his foot the way that he works with his feet he creeps in on you creeps in and then he's able to cover that 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 last bit of distance and throw that left hand down the pipe he does that so well kind of even plays with your lead hand and it's hard you don't often associate that kind of style with a shorter guy. So I think he catches a lot of people out, and I think that's what happened with, um, with Gaston. Um, Bo Himmler, the thing about Peds is a stab in the back to the guy who is clean. 1,000% agree. It's not a fair fight. If two people are both juiced and know about it, it's a, lev it's a lev level playing field. Izzy had gyno. The cause is unknown. I don't know. Did, he, did, he, did, they, did that, is that like a fact that he had gyno? I don't even know that he did. But I'm not saying he didn't. I, I don't know if he did or if he didn't. Um, is that is that what happened though? Did they say Israel has gone it? Um, yeah, no. It's not even in fighting, dude. Even if you think about it in a running race, if you're on gear and you beat me and I'm clean, you fucking took money from me. You took a scholarship from me. You took my kids' money from me. How about Dan Hardy trying to get knocked out by Brown? Why would he accept that fight? I think it was Dan Hardy that called him out. Um, what says um, Varela says it was Gino. the YouTube doctor retracted his statement the question whether it was caused by peds or not it can absolutely be caused by marijuana yeah I've heard all of that stuff but did they say like it was Gino? like did that is that was that a statement that was released that it was undoubtedly Gino? Um because I know it can be caused by other things so I don't I don't know I don't know what caused it is what I'm saying to you Okay, I'm just going to go skip a bit forward just to see if I make sure that I get everyone. Hamzan is wanting your attention. Simple as that. He'll be back in two weeks and you'll all be talking about him again. I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Kosnowski says, thank you for the support, by the way. Will Rob get his title shot after Costa, do you think? I think that Rob beats Costa and I think he beats him soundly and I think that it makes sense for Rob to fight for a belt after that, for sure. I don't know who else he'd have to beat. But I think he beats Costa, for sure. Um, come in, Ryder, making fun of someone with health issues. Wow. Are you talking about me? Who did I make fun of? Um, Izzy will make it look easy again. You got this. From Sataya Mishra. I don't know um 
if we'll make it look easy. I think it could look easy for either guy. Who has more chance of winning from Dorian Dark? Um, Sterling or Jan? I think um, I'd have to favor Jan. Peter, uh, oh, no, no, no. You're talking about Jan Blakovic or Sterling. Sorry. I don't know. I, I think it's, I think they both have good chances of winning. I do think, in my opinion, both of those guys are the underdog, but that doesn't mean that they can't win. So I don't know. I am from down under Tasmania. Thank you, my friend. Life is excellent. Tasmania is a wonderful place, isn't it? Um, Kosnowski, I think he will have earned it well and truly. I think we'll be ready to see that rematch then. Yeah, I, I don't even know if there will be a rematch necessarily. Um, oh, Cooper Marion says, work out one extra time or get one extra hour of sleep. So you're asking, are you better off working one one more work, more workout than, than sleep? Kind of a loaded question, but I'll tell you this now. Like if I had to pick, I'd say sleep, you know, because the recovery is one of the most important things that you can possibly do. And sleep is the best kind of recovery that you can get. Um, having said that, like if you get the extra sleep, you should do the extra workout. Ali Hyder, Fab, did you hear Costa saying he was hung over fighting Izzy? What are your thoughts? Why would you do that? Why would you? Why would you get? Why would you drink the night before you're going to fight Israel Adesanya? That's on you, man. That's that's like any of those things is on you. Once you take the fight, it's on you. And you don't you you shouldn't really be talking about why, how, this and that. You lost, man. Then get, get him next time. Evening from Toronto, if I bring shorts because it's minus 10. <laughs> um as an athlete trying to get in shape and not overtrain. This is one of the things you I I don't think you overtrain. I think people under recover. So if you're just starting to get into it and blah, 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 and trying to get your rhythm, the recovery, the sleep is the most important thing. Get your sleep right first. That honestly is the biggest one. I think Izzy chose to stay the same size so he could drop down and be the first male to defend belts in both divisions. Maybe, maybe. But I, like I said, I don't think he's that small of a guy anyways. Um, Luke Delamere, I feel like people are treating Izzy and Jan like a kid versus a man. I got the I get the weight difference, but is this taller and longer? And is this KO is actually the most likely thing to happen in terms of odds? I agree with you. I don't I don't think that like yeah I don't yeah. Um so so young and do you think Jan will need to rely on durability to get close enough on easy to land shots? If not, how can he close distance with his speed disadvantage? I think he's like I've said it already, I think his timing is is a is a big thing to get in on on Israel. And does he need to rush in and get in? You know what I mean? Let's let's see how the fight pans out. I'm I'm not sure. I think I think this fight's really interesting because like I said, I think Jan has a bit of an X factor, a bit of a unpredictability in the in his awkwardness and his timing and his punching power and his just overall awkwardness that he has you know so i don't i don't know how it's going to play out i don't know i i i whilst i didn't write him off i didn't think he was going to beat um uh reyes 
I didn't think he was going to beat him. You know, so and not beat him the way he the beat the way he beat him. So I don't know. That's what that's what it it kind of it kind of throws it off for me. You know what I mean? It it kind of throws that off. I can't make an accurate accurate prediction because he's really impressed me in these last couple of fights with his ability to do what he does. I I don't yeah I don't I don't know about that. How heavy will a light heavyweight walk around at? They were walking around at north of 100 kilos, most of them, 98. To, it's not just the, the, the weight. This is where people get that wrong. It's not the weight that makes those people like necessarily big people because you could be a lean guy and you stay lean and not you don't walk around that heavy, but you're a big guy. You've got long arms, got a big frame, thick wrists. You're lean, you know, so you're not walking around heavyweight like a heavy, heavy guy, but uh, uh, north of 100 kilos for sure, you know, and Israel doesn't, man, I'm sick of saying the same shit, but anyways, um, yeah, he's not, he's not little. Um, Jack the Ripper off topic, has the surfing going got any better? I'm out there all the time trying and no, I'm not any better. I've stood up a couple of times, so I'm happy with that. Uh, Hanoi Tripper, do you think Yan is going to be too slow and get picked off from the outside all night and doesn't have a great entry for takedowns, so we'll get pieced up? Again, like I said, I, not necessarily, man, because I don't think that Yan, whilst he's not a, a bona fide wrestler in his own right, he does have a few good takedowns, and I think the fact that he's not makes him unpredictable. If he was a really good wrestler, wrestler, then you know that at some point he's going to be shooting that double. Um, you don't know what he's going to do. I don't know. I can't really say to you this is what he's going to do because I think that he is going to test, try to test Israel's chin. I think Israel's going to be very hard to hit, but I don't know that that Jan's going to be coming in, going takedowns or bust. And I know for sure that's not the way to beat Israel because he he's very very elusive, very long. He can he frames, and it's hard for you to get inside that space. You know, it's very very hard. You've seen him go up against good wrestlers, guys that can wrestle, and he, they haven't had a lot of um, success. You know, so the guys that have had the most success, in exact, for example, with Gastelum, he was with the striking. Um, Hassan Ahmed said, Izzy said to Ariel that he got gyno from smoking too much weed. Okay, so he, so he said that he had gyno, because I, like I said to you, I didn't know why why um he had gyno but it's a kind of strange thing because up until recently if you smoked you you would test positive for that as well so that's that's kind of strange like think i, I don't know i find that you like although i don't agree with um marijuana being on the banned substance was it throughout israel's career Marijuana was on a banned list, wasn't it? I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I'm not sure about what the timeline is. So that would have popped. So that's strange as well. Um, Hamzat is retired. Did you see his post on Instagram, Fab? I did not. Um, I did not. And like I said, like hopefully he's a young guy and he's able to bounce back. Um. Israel blaming that guy on cannabis was just disgraceful. Kind of saying he's from super skunk. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know, Super Skunk. I don't know. All I'm saying is that 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 if it was from weed, on that timeline, was he in the testing pool? Like as far as like was marijuana banned substance at the time? Luke Delamore, man, Israel's a man. He's a muscular, strong dude. I'm telling you now, he's no joke. Um. Cedric, Justin, al But in case you forgot to look at my question, have you seen some epic knockouts from one championship? I have, sir. I have, and I will do a podcast about one championship at one time, but I want to keep it on UFC 259 today. Otherwise, we're going to go down a rabbit hole. But I appreciate you, man, and I appreciate you watching and posting, man. And um, we will do some one championship stuff moving forward. After going the distance in her last few, do you think Amanda will go for the KO in this one? I don't think she's going to go for the KO and Megan Anderson's not the person to do it with. Um, but I think she could get a KO for sure. But Megan's good, you know. And the thing is, the higher the up the chain you go and you start to fight better and better people, it's harder to just impose your physical will on them like that. How do you think Cruz will fare against Kenny? I I hope Cruz wins. I just, I've always been a, a fan of Cruz. Um, Coach, just throwing it out there for your future patron content. The intricacies of a fighter heading into a fight, i.e. from setting up fight camp, diet, workouts, recovery, weight cut. Thank you, sir. I will keep all of that in mind for sure. Um, would Cejudo beat Figueredo? I tend to think so. I tend to think so. After seeing that fight, I think so because I think that Cejudo is a guy that can take you down at, almost at will if he wanted to. He's got his wrestling is absolutely phenomenal. And just that making Figueredo work into the later rounds will be difficult, will make it very difficult for him. And Cejudo has some good power himself, you know, and some good boxing. Um, people are misrepresenting what Costa actually said in the interview. It's more casual than people are making out. He doesn't insist he was drunk. We are relying on Portuguese to English translations. Yeah, see, I, I don't know about any of that. If he was actually said that, then fuck, I don't know. What do you, what do you want me to do? Um, Hassan Ahmed, Fab, this is a hot take, but I believe Cyril Ghani will be champ within two years. Cyril Ghani has definitely got the abilities to be champ. I don't know that he will definitely be champ. Um, he's, got the, he's got the goods, you know, to do it, but there's some good guys in that heavyweight division too. Jan is a very good counterpuncher. If he mixes his striking with takedowns, he had good chances to win against Izzy, Dorian Dark. Um, I think so. I, I think, like I said, it's hard against Israel to do that because you're at a different range with Israel. You're, he's very, very long. Um, have you seen fights from one championship? Yes, yes, I have. I've had guys on here from one championship. I had um, Angla, I had Martin Nguyen, I had Christian Lee. They're all here. On, they've all been on the podcast. Um, all right, dude, I'm going to block you, man. Because you just keep posting the same thing and it's just affecting us here. Um, are, you, are people sleepy on Yan grappling here? Some nasty subs in previous fights. I don't. I don't know that people are necessarily sleeping on 
on Jan's on Jan's grappling because I think a lot of people are saying that you know Jan can just take Israel down and, and submit him. And I think if any people are probably sleeping on Israel's grappling, I think Jan's got very very good grappling, but I think Israel does too. Um, do you think Izzy? Do you think Izzy has power as Thiago Santos to recover if Jan has initial success? Do I think that Israel can recover? If yeah, like Israel, Israel is very very like he's very weathered and experienced. He's had a hundred fights. He's done his due diligence. You know, he he didn't just go in and start fighting willy nilly. Like he he did his due due diligence before he fought in the UFC. Not a lot of people will go and, and actually build their, their their resume properly before before stepping into um, the octagon. So he's 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 been in those positions with every kind of fighter imaginable over a period of a hundred fights. That's what makes him super dangerous. The other thing that makes him dangerous is when he started fighting in the UFC and he was like close to thirty or around thirty, give or take. Um, He'd already been through all the bullshit. He'd lost title fights. He'd had people around him. He's had people leave him. He's had, you know, the people fucking try and get in and, you know, m made bad decisions, made good ones. And now as a man, he's got himself where he needs to be and he's got his situation right. It might not be perfect, but it works for him. And that's what makes him very, very dangerous. He's not like a, a young guy. Um, how do you think Rob would fare in, in light heavyweight? I think he'd do fine at light heavyweight. He's a big guy himself, and he's very fast. And that's one of the things that he would take as an advantage into light heavyweight. How he will do with each person specifically, I don't know. Um. How do you think Anderson will do against Nunes? We might be seeing another Joanna versus Zane. I don't know. I think Anderson on the feet is, is a legitimate threat to Megan, to Nunes. Um, Bo Himmler, I wish I can explain this damn Ghana thing. You need a, a, you need a bro scientist who is a gym rat and has been doing steroids, not a doctor. I'm not that guy, but been around them. Ask any bodybuilder. Hassan Ahmed, yeah, weed was a banned substance then. Only within the last two months, they've taken it off the list. He was tested, I think, 11 times, if I remember correctly. So then, like, I don't know, then there's something wrong with the testing. You should have popped for weed, you know what I mean? Because it stays in your system for, like, six to eight weeks. So um, good for him. I don't think he should test positive. I don't, I don't think he should be banned for weed. I'm just saying, but, like, it's kind of strange that that didn't that didn't pop up. Um, let me see. Coach could Khabib, Khabib beat Usman? I think he could. I think it'd be harder for him because Khabib again that natural thing that he has is like he's bigger as well. Not only is he a fantastic athlete, a fantastic fighter, but he's also bigger than a lot of the guys that he's fighting. You know, like. And he's able to use a mechanical advantage. He would lose that somewhat against Usman. Um, the only what's this, the only reason people think Izzy's skinny is because of his small belts 
and narrow shoulders. His his midsection's built as fuck, says Chili Miners. Yeah, he's not a he's not a fucking small guy, dude. He's not a small guy. Like I've met that dude. You know, I shook hands with him a couple of times. He's a fucking big dude. He's just like you said. Like he's got long arms. His arms aren't particularly massive, like thick arms, and he hasn't got big massive delts. But he's a big dude. Like I'm fucking looking up at him. He's got big massive hands. Like his bones are thick. His legs are big, big and muscular. Like he's just the fact that he's long. Same as John Jones. When you meet, when you see fucking John Jones in real life, he's fucking huge, man. He's terrifying. Uh, any thoughts on Carlos Ulberg from City Kickboxing? He's on the prelims this weekend. Yeah, he's good, man. He's very good. Very, very, very good. Um, should Nunes give Cyborg a rematch? And can Cyborg win? Yes to both. Hey, Fab, do you know any of his trainers at all? They seem really sharp and onto it. Ha ha. I don't know what that means. No, I don't know him, but... Um, Cedric, Justin, Alcaceba. Okay, sorry, so I thought you couldn't see my messages. Just don't mind the others since you already answered me. Thanks. I did. I did answer you. Um, I know for the World Rugby PD course, marijuana was banned during competition, but not out of competition. So theoretically, you could smoke out of comp. Might be different for UFC, USADA, etc. Yeah, I don't know. The only reason I say that is because dudes have been banned, have had marijuana bans put on them from um, testing positive for weed in the UFC. So I don't, I don't know how that one would have worked. For the record, I don't think they should be banned for marijuana. That's me. I don't think that. But I just found it strange. Easy and Hooker have a lot of style similarities. Dan has been outdone by coming out strong and using movement until he gets tired in the later rounds. How do you feel about Yarn keeping Izzy moving? Man, I don't know. This fight, I don't know. I think anyone that tells you they know is going to be lying to you because Yarn is really unpredictable, man. He's He's got, like I said, he's got like a weird, real weird and awkward timing. Um, and it just seems like he's able to take some of those shots that the guys are giving him that, and they don't seem to have slowed him down as much as you'd think they would. The Reyes fight, that like completely impressed me with him. He just fought so well, fought out of his skin in that fight. And that kind of, and the Rockhold fight as well. See, but the Rockhold fight, again, it was like, there were moments where you're like, is he starting to lose? Is he starting to wither? But he didn't. And that, that game, saying he's methodical, is, it just doesn't do him enough justice because You've got to have a certain level of toughness and gameness and your body has to be able to be made of some pretty fucking hard stuff because he just kept coming. He just kept coming. And he kept coming in a really smart way, finding those angles and getting closer and closer and closer to landing that shot until he did in both fights. Will he be able to do that to Israel? I don't know. I don't think so. That's going to be very interesting. In fairness, I'm a huge fan of Dan Hooker, but Dan Hooker doesn't have Israel's striking pedigree. He just doesn't have it. There might be similarities in their styles, but they're, they're not the same. Like He doesn't have the, the striking pedigree. Um, and that also, one of the things that people don't understand, and when we had Volkanovsky on here before, he, he, actually, he actually mentioned this as well. Like, you don't, it's not just you being able to do a punch or a kick. It's relatively easy for anyone to learn how to throw a jab, 
a one-two, you know, three-punch combo, four-punch combo, whatever. But it's knowing when to do those things and knowing when and how fast to do it. Because you can throw a jab and you can throw a jab to right hand and then you can throw the jab and then throw the right hand or throw the jab, right hand, and then kick and then a right hand after that. But you can change the tempo which you do all of those things. They're the things that a guy like Israel has down fucking pat. Like he doesn't just, he, he, he doesn't have to throw a one-two right after the other and then just rinse, repeat that. He can make that one-two into 20 different combos. He can loop the first punch around a little bit more. He can come under you just a little bit and throw like the jab a little bit different, throw the one-two faster, throw the one-two slow, throw the one, let you walk, walk into the two. He's, they're the nuances that change it. That's why I say to you, it's a very big difference in their stand-up. Very, very big difference. Um, Hooker doesn't have, and he, Hooker, I love Hooker, but he doesn't have Israel's pedigree. Um, I don't mind it, Cedric. I don't mind it. Let me see. Just, we're good. I just hope we get to see Jan do some work in the fight. Would suck if it's a Costa repeat. Oh, GG, if it is, it is, man. Good for Israel if it is. Tobias Coleman, in our in our in your opinion, what would be the determining factor in the Jan and Israel fight strength or maybe the ground? I like I said, I think the determining factor is going to be who can work out the other one's timing first. Because I think the timing will be the most important thing in this fight. It's going to be will Jan be able to impose the timing and his ability to, to, to grind and make, be methodical and start to work Israel out? Or is Israel technic, Israel's technical abilities and 100 plus fights be a determining factor and be able to start him being able to time Jan and be able to start chopping away and picking Jan apart? I think that's going to be the, the determining factor in this fight. Going to the ground will also be a part of it. If, if um, you haven't got the timing to be able to come in, you're not going to be able to get that to the ground and you're not going to be able to impose your strength. So in this particular fight, it's definitely going to be timing. Here's what I think. Adesanya's kickboxing is amazing, but I think to beat Adesanya, you'll need to grapple. That's just my opinion, by the way. Yes, I think, but I think Adesanya can grapple too. Like, he's been in there with some of the fucking best grapplers around. Peter Yan is Peter Yan, and Jan Blakowicz is Jan Blakowicz. Um, I was re-watching the Chandler Hooker fight, and to me, it looked like Chandler executed the same game plan Rob was trying to implement on Izzy. Only difference was Izzy had better ring generalship. Um, different because Hooker's different to um, to Israel. You know, like I I wouldn't talk about I, I can't I'm not going to talk about Rob's fighting or whatever. If I work with someone, I can't talk about he can he can talk about himself, but I can't talk about anything that I did with him or anything. I wouldn't. You know what I mean. Um, even if he was sitting right there, he can talk for himself. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Any guy that I've worked with, I don't, I just, it's not my place to, to say that. But, um, having said that, the difference was that the way they fought, the way all four guys fought was different, but man, because Hooker got, Hooker got a bad rap. Like he did some, like something horribly wrong, 
if you watch that fight without knowing the result and you start seeing the calf kicks, it was one of the calf kicks that landed and you can see it landed flush. And even when you watch it in real time, you hear the commentator say, that one landed, that one hurt. Because no one knew, right, that hook, uh, that in the next sequence, Chandler was going to knock him out. That's a problem when you listen to analysts and everything after the fight. Everyone acts like this is what he did wrong. But you only think he did that wrong because he lost the fight, because you already knew he lost the fight. Prior to that, Hooker was doing a good job of making Chandler walk in and landing the calf kick. And he did that. He did a good job. Did he do everything perfect? No, he didn't. Chandler's a very good fighter, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think Hooker did that much wrong in that fight either. Um, thank you, Luke Delamere. They are just my thoughts, man. They are just my thoughts. They're based on stuff that I know and stuff that I don't know. Um, and we're having a good discussion here, and I, I enjoy it, man. I love talking about the fights, and that's what I hope that this channel brings that other channels maybe don't, you know? Just like I want to create that atmosphere where you're sitting around with your mates talking about who's going to win a fight and why, and that's what I kind of want to do as opposed to it being just me here with my uh, whiteboards and whatnot and telling you all what I think, you know? I want to know what you guys think as well. Nothing against those channels because I think those channels are fucking fantastic and they're not, you know, there's enough of those people out there that I'm kind of wanting to create a different thing. Um, I think Jan prepares stamina of his life and the solution is to push Izzy constantly and take him to the ground. Yeah, but a lot of things have to happen, man, for that to happen. Like a lot of things. Like you have to, trust me when I tell you this, a lot of that is the timing. That has to work. Otherwise, you're not getting it to the ground to even begin with. And the hardest thing to do is once you get things to the ground, he has to hold Izzy down. Because once the thing that takes the most energy out of you is the takedown, is you getting a big takedown, getting it to the ground, and then the guy stepping back up and getting up, that's going to take, that's going to gas you out. You, the person that's trying to get the takedown. Thank you, Luke Delamy. I'm very, very flattered by what you said, and I really appreciate the support. Khabib will crush. <laughs> more plates, more dates is the bro science. Gyno, Jim, rat guy you're looking for, dude. Um, not to be rude, but what would you say about the people saying Rob's chin is depleted after his Romero Wars? Do, do they not watch MMA? Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, I, don't, I don't even know. There's... There's things I think about that, not about his chin being depleted, but have you not seen his last fights? He actually took some fucking big shots. You know, if anything, he probably takes too many on the chin. But no, nah, his chin's fucking good, dude. Like, um, how the fuck would you survive Romero's shots? Israel got him on the chin. Watch that fight. Watch that last hook. They both throw a left hook within a split fucking second of each other, and Israel landed it on Robin one. And it was a good night for Israel and congratulations. There was a fucking split second in that. And he got Rob right on the chin. Um, that's like saying, like, people here fucking saying Israel got knocked out a bunch of times. He got knocked out of Alex Pereira when Alex Pereira landed it flush on Israel's chin. When you get hit like that, it's not about how good your chin is. Like, you got, you get hit that flush, you're out of there. Now, Rob's got a very good chin. Um, do you think Thiago Santos is making a mistake making a quick turnaround against Rakic? I don't know. I can't I can't say that. You know, I don't know. 
Can you give us your picks for the whole main card? I don't like to do it, but let's go. Jan, Peter, Amanda, Tiago, and I think I'm missing someone. When do you see when do you see an Anzac card taking place in the future, given the amount of fighters from the region and UFC 259 until UFC 260? When do I see an Anzac card taking place? I don't know. But this we've got heaps of fighters, man, around here. Um I just got to thinking, what if okay, I don't know. The skinny joke Paula started is funny, but should end at that. Look at Djokovic and Federer. Don't tell me those guys aren't strong or durable. This is from Bo Himmler. Romero, Francis, Paulo proved muscles can work against you. Um, in fairness, only, only Paulo proved that because I don't think um, that's been the reason for any of Romero's or Francis' loss. Um, Izzy is very elusive. What's so special about his head movement and footwork? I think the most special thing about Israel's head movement and footwork is the amount of experience he has. That you can't, you cannot fabricate a hundred fights. You just can't. You can't. You know what I mean? You can't fabricate the the experience that you get and the timing and your ability to know what works for you, what you don't like, and then not allowing people to take you there even before the fight started, you know? So that is one of the big things. Julian Abiyaha. Yes, people act like experts after the fight. After the fight, everyone fucking tells you. And honestly, I do think, I'm not talking about the analysts because they got to make a living, but I do think it's like the biggest form of weakness. Like when people are like, you know what you should have done? You know what fucking thing? Shut the fuck up. You don't even know what you're talking about. Um. So yeah, after that, it's after the fight, you're a fucking expert. Um, a lot of people say Izzy looks much bigger in person than they expected. He won't be outmatched physically at 205. I didn't think he was small, but he's big, dude. Like I was looking up at him, you know? I was looking up at him. He's got big, thick wrists, big fucking thick hands. You know, he's just not like, he's not like hugely broad. He's still broad. He's very broad, but he's not really broad across his shoulders like some dudes are and that kind of gives him a slimmer kind of look but he's not thing and he's he's not he's not small is kabib the goat in a pride style ring rather than the octagon he's pretty much a fucking goat in an octagon as well easy and yarn will be will be decided by who controls the distance and the timing I agree with you, Ren. I really do. Romero loses due to a lack of activity. Um, if Izzy catches one of Jan's heavy punches, he'll be in trouble. I, I think so, for sure. But Kenny landed. That's the difference. How much easier do you think it's training for three rounds compared to five? Dominic Cruz said they are worlds apart. I think they're very different. You know, they're very different because there are some guys that are better five-rounders than three-rounders. Um, so... It is very different. Dominic Cruz is right. I don't think it's easier. Because in three rounds, depends on how you are. There's guys that like to fight five rounds in that this style is really good for five rounds. I think Peter Yan is really good for five rounds. Because he'll put a boxing pace on you. He'll come forward with your boxing. He'll take the foot for your front hand. He's a switch hitter. He takes up your distance. He keeps coming forward. He keeps going. keeps wearing you out. 
and you stay with him and people are watching it and, and they're going, man, the guys are staying with him. Jose Aldo, perfect example. It looks like that. It looks like that. It looks like that. And then it just goes around that third round, you know? So for him, fighting into the fourth and fifth is better because not a lot of people can keep up with his, with his boxing style. Um, so it is different. Three rounds, though, is more of a sprint. Like, it's not necessarily easier. It's kind of different. It's, you, you got to be, you, you can, you can win two rounds and lose, a, lose one and you're going to win. So you can win, you can come out and really fight hard for 10 minutes and you're more or less going to win that fight as long as you don't, you don't get um, stopped. Whereas a five round fight, dude, like you have to win three rounds, right? And then hope you don't get stopped and you still got 10 minutes to go, which is fucking hard, man. You know, so it's a different, it's a different sort of training for it. What do you think about the new calf kick, calf kick meta? It seems like the wider stance that favors mobility MMA makes it hard for people to retract the lead leg like they would in a Muay Thai stance. You're 100% right. But I think things go backwards and forwards. Like the bladed stance allows you to, to go in and out and then and move in quickly too. And so the calf kick, that was it's always been around the calf kick, by the way. But I think the calf kick has risen to prominence because the bladed stance had, had, had rose to prominence. So now I think the calf kick is being used against people with the bladed stance. But, you know, people are going to learn to check that. People are going to learn to get out of the way. Um, the calf kick is also not, it's not impervious because you can get damaged. If you kick that wrong, you're kicking with your foot, you know, a lot of the time. So you, and, and if you're not kicking with your foot and you hit him with a shin, you're so close to getting hit as well. So they're going to work it out. People are going to work it out. It's not like it's never been done before. Um, wait, so if Adesanya wins, he'll be the middleweight and the light heavyweight champ. Wow. Yeah, he will be if he wins this fight. I only ask that because the cage is a massive part of Khabib's game. Just wonder how he'd fight without it. Oh, okay. Sorry, Gigi. I misunderstood what you said. Um, so, yeah, sometimes I, I, I misunderstand what people write when they write it. Um, I only think that the cage is yeah. Just wonder how he'd fight without a wall. He fought in a ring a lot of a lot before that too. You know what I mean? And M1 and that. And he still did well. The ring is funny though, because when you shoot on someone, right, and they go up against the ropes, you they can bounce off it easier than they than they bounce on um off the cage a lot of the times. So yeah, I don't know. Is he always acting sus thoughts? I don't know. You'd have to elaborate on that. I don't I don't um, watch like the other stuff. I only watch the fights. So I don't know about that. Um, can you consider Khabib the GOAT even though he was never champ champ or fought out of his weight class in general? I just think Khabib is so dominant in his weight class. Do you think Jan will tip to counter Izzy's calf kicks? Yes, I do think he'll tip, tip. I think he'll use front kicks. I think he'll use stomps. I think he'll use uh, all those kicks that disrupt Israel's timing, I think is what, and makes it uncomfortable. I think Jan's going to throw front kicks, like short front snap kicks. I think he's going to throw teeth kicks. I think he's going to throw oblique kicks. I think he's going to stomp the knee. I think he's going to do 
kick the hip. I think he's going to kick the hip as much as he can as well to try and upset Israel's timing. Yes, I do think he's going to do all of those things. I do think that we are going to see quite a few leg kicks from Jan himself. That's what I think he'll do. I don't think, Steve, I don't think that Costa will be able to cut the cage off on Rob. Rob is so much fucking quicker. Michael Bisping and Paul Felder said you can't check leg kicks, but I've seen world champion kickboxers say you can, and a lot of it comes down to conditioning. Any thoughts? You can absolutely kick, check leg kicks, um, but it's how you check them. One of the guys um, that I've worked with in the past, uh, Steve McKinnon, fucking one of the better kickboxers around, that's for sure, and in Sydney as well, very lucky to have him. It's also, again, placement and timing. Are you going to, if this guy throws a leg kick at full pelt at you, am I going to stick my shin out so that we go shin to shin? That's going to fucking hurt. But what you're trying to do is also check the kick. So you're sticking your leg out a bit more to, to the side. So you're checking shin or knee on foot. Then that becomes different. You know, that, that then hurts, you know. That hurts the guy that's kicking. If I go check shin to shin, fuck, that's going to hurt. How do I see John Jones faring at heavyweight? I think really well, really well. Um, hey, Fab, just tuning in. What, who do you see winning with Rakic versus Santos? I think Santos. I do think Santos. I don't think that Rakic offers the same necessarily offense that uh, Teixeira did. And even then, Santos is a fucking wrecking ball as well. Do you think Izzy would still have moved up if Reyes or Jones were the 205 champion as of 2021? I think so, because I think it was a smart thing for him to do. Like, he'd done a good job at middleweight, and the smart thing for Israel to do was to go up and challenge at 205, where he can, you know, possibly win a second belt. You know, that's... So, so yeah, I think he would have. I'll be back in one second. I am back, people. Um, 
Yeah, so I think yeah, it would have still gone up. Um, what's it says here? Let me see. What are your thoughts? Sorry, I just got to find where we're at. Okay. Who do who do I see? Who do I see winning with Rakic and Santos? Probably Santos. Yep. Not sure. Uh, not sure if you aren't answering questions about Rob on purpose. If you aren't, that's cool. I think I fucking spoke about Rob quite a fair bit, especially when this is about UFC 259. That's why I'm trying to keep it about um, UFC 259. Um. Arale, what are you talking about? He's answered a bunch. A lot of the questions are super repetitive. Thank you, Gigi. Like, we've been on here for an hour and a half, like, and the, like, sometimes people ask the same thing, you know, over and over, and not just on this podcast. They ask the same thing podcast after podcast after podcast after podcast. So I don't always re re return it. And I'm trying to keep it about the main card of UFC 259. Um. Should Jan go for the clincher? Is easy too fast? I think that Jan's going to try and get Israel in the clinch as much as possible and try and wear him, wear on him and everything, wear on him against the fence as much as possible. But you're not going to see Jan. Jan's not stupid, dude. That's one of the things. He's also got a lot of experience. You know, he's not a he's not a boy. He's like a older guy as well that's had a lot of experience. You know, he's fought in different weight divisions. He's he's fucking very experienced as well. He's not stupid, man. He, and his game is not that. If his game was to blitz and come in, bang, 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 grab double legs and the rest of it, yeah, all right. But that's not his game. You know, his game's slow and methodical and, you know, the timing that's that's created with that. And so he's not going to just run in and clinch, man. Yeah. But if he can clinch, he will. 100% he's going to try and put Israel up against the cage. Fighting is a thinking man's game, not a tough man's game. Thoughts, Fab? I agree, but you got to be a thinking man that's very, very tough. Jan or Sterling? I'm going to go with Jan. Like I said, I think Jan's got a little bit... He, he's able to make you fight his fight, you know? He's able to make you almost comfortable kind of standing with him and, and feeling that, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of doing this, but he's he's he turns it on you at all times, you know? He turns it on you at all times, starts to pressure you. He's a, He fights from different stances, and he's so good at doing it. So the punches come from different angles, and he, and he really hits hard at bantamweight. Say your prediction on Jan versus Izzy. I already said it. I said it was, I think Izzy will probably do it. We all know that Jan will win, says Ali Shia. JSJ23. Sorry, Fab. I meant Bisping and Felder said it specifically about calf kicks. Any experience with them? Yeah, I have. I'm not with Bisping and Felder, none. With calf kicks, yes. But calf kicks are hard. The, the thing that makes it hard is if you check it and the guy hits it, even if you if you if it hits it to Bialis anterior and you don't get foot, if you don't get foot on shin. And your shin hits, his shin hits your tibialis anterior, which is that muscle on the front of your shin. It'll fuck you anyways. It'll still fuck you, you know. And then your muscle swells, and then you can't dorsiflex, which is lift like 
lift the back of your foot like that. Like, so this is my shin, this is my foot. I can't do that properly because the tibialis anterior is, is uh, compromised. So that makes it very hard to, to check them. But if someone throws a calf kick and you check it with your shin on their foot, it will break it. The problem is, and this is where Felder and, and Bisping are right in this context, is because if a lot of times when you're throwing that calf kick, you're throwing it at the guys that have turned their, their, their feet are already bladed, whether it's a boxing stance or a karate stance. You're not throwing it at guys that are standing like in front of you in a Muay Thai stance and they can just check your your foot on their shin. That's the difference. So yeah, in, in that context, they're right. I don't see Jones doing much at heavyweight because he's never had huge punch power at light heavyweight. I don't think the heavyweights will respect John's power. Jake Howarth. That is true. That is true. And I also not doing much is a very relative term though. I don't if you ask me, will he beat me, Chicho Francis? I I don't think that he will. That's the truth. I don't think that he necessarily will. But I do think he can still do quite well. Um, you are right though, that I do see that. And I also see that he takes a few too many shots at light heavyweight, which he can't afford to do that at heavyweight. Um, what are your thoughts on Ortega versus Volko? Will the majority of this fight play out on the feet? I don't want to go into it too much, man, because we're talking about UFC 259. I think Volkanovski will win, and I think Volkanovski is a little bit better on the feet. Um, I don't even... Uh, okay. Rick James. Fucking hell. We're talking about UFC 259. I don't think people understand how good a striker Darren Till is. He commands range beautifully with feints. I don't, didn't truly realize how talented Rob is until he beat him. Incredible fight IQ from Rob. Yes, that was a very, very good showing by Rob in that in that fight. Um, Daniel Cormier also had no heavyweight punch knockout in light heavyweight division, but he showed great against Miocic and knocked him out. Yeah, but Daniel Cormier has got punching power, dude. Like, he's knocked out, in, at heavyweight especially, he's knocked out some fucking bad people, man. In strike force and that. So no, he does. He he hits well, hard, fast. But at light heavyweight, he was able to do a lot of his wrestling stuff. Like he was able to to manhandle dudes a little bit more. Do you think Megan Anderson will present Nunes anything she hasn't seen before? The weight difference could be big. Uh, again, I don't know the weight difference, but I know that Megan will have has legit, legit stand up you know and so then she definitely will present some problems there um man js23 it's hard for me with the guests at the moment man i'm i'm so so busy uh, at the moment like really 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 busy i think jan sterling and valentina andrade will be the most competitive fight of the night worthy title fights within the next two months i'm really pumped to see jan and sterling um okay sterling has a really good chance against yarn this is from john Dagan danan sterling has a really good chance against yarn yarn hasn't faced a high level grappler since uh magomed magomedov sterling will also have the height and reach advantage however i think yarn wins when he fought um uriah faber 
and the way he handled that showed me the level of grappling also that he has. And, and he came back well against uh, Magomedov. Magomedov can wrestle his ass off. So I, I don't know that Jan has, will have those problems necessarily. And I think that his, his, his uncanny athletic ability and then coupled with his like classical boxing, striking training and pedigree, I think will be a little bit much. Guys, having said all of that, please like and subscribe. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. Um, please like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Tell your friends and family. And thank you so much for sharing this, guys. Thank you very much for your time.